This is Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Today we're going to give you four practice hacks. Man, I've been hacking my way through practice for like 20 years, dude. I'm ready for this one. But you know what? This is exciting because these four are going to be so good. We usually give you seven of something. Yeah. But uh, we both got a lot of stuff to do today. So that's the number one <laughs> hack is don't give all the hacks away. <laughs> number one hack. If you got seven thing plans, you can cut it down to four. Yeah, cut it down to four. That's right. Uh, but these are going to be so good. That's all you're going to need. Um it's interesting first that hack, because doesn't hack mean, that's a term my dad used or probably still uses, <laughs> you know, oh, he's such a hack. What a hack. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of got a negative connotation, wouldn't you say? Yeah, but I think Silicon Valley kind of flipped all that on its edge. Like, you know, you, now you got to, ha- it's a coder thing, right? You hack your way. I don't know. You're a hacker. You're trying to get in somewhere. You're right. Kind of cheating the system. So we want to give you some effective hacks, but we don't want to force hacks upon hacks. Yeah. Th- right? These are not hacks to become a hack. No, no, no. They're the hacks to get out of hackdom. That's right. <laughs> okay. So let's look at these now. Now, as always, we should start with listen, but we're because it's only four, <laughs> we're going to avoid that. You know, but that's a given. Yeah, given. Uh, but the first thing is to practice in all keys Mm. and i think in terms of a practice technique or practice hack you can really apply that to just about anything uh some things may not be (laughs) too feasible given the amount of time you have to practice but certainly scales arpeggios um phrases that you learn in solos all those come to mind tunes tunes yeah tunes you know melody if you're a horn player if you're a singer definitely try uh, um, practice them in different keys and in terms of a practice technique it's not just that you would ever play them in those other keys. You may, you may not, but uh, as an ear training exercise, as an ability to be able to play in those other keys, as an ability to really be able to learn those melodies in a very effective, organic way, there's no better way than going into other keys. And I would say do it relatively quickly in your learning of a tune or even learning of a solo. Now, to learn a whole solo and then take it through all 12 keys, that's going to take months. It's a big you know? task, yeah. But you could take your favorite phrase... And, and and I say not measure, not chorus, but phrase, because we, we're learning music as a phrase, as phrases. So you take your favorite phrase and maybe take that over 12 days mm. into all 12 keys, you know, then yeah. you're good to go. Yeah. I like to actually, you know, if I'm practicing a tune or voicings or some kind of uh, phrase or something, I'll start usually on the key of A flat or D flat and work my way through fourths there instead of starting on C and hitting all the easy keys first. I'll start on the harder keys and that way I get through B, I get through E, you know, like I get through the ones that always give me trouble. And it it's really lifted my game up over the whole keyboard, right? Because I have more command over those harder keys. So you'd so. say that was a game changer. Definitely a game changer. I knew that was coming, <laughs> and I even set you up for it. So what? Uh, that's interesting. So you're going through uh, circle of fifths or cycle of fourths? I go through fourths usually. Fourths, interesting. Because yeah. yeah. I usually go chromatically, and I'm thinking part of that is to sort of mix it up, to do some easy keys mm. or, and some difficult kind of jumping back and forth. That's a good idea. But I think, you know, either way, it's it's, it's just, just have a system and 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 you know start with something that's doable to go through all keys you know don't get overwhelmed and try to you know to bite off more than you could chew take a very simple phrase that you know really well and commit to it over a number of days you know under promise and over deliver that's right and that what we say that's right i mean chances are like if you're a pianist 
you have some easy voicings that you don't you're you're not very comfortable with on all 12 keys so start there that's where i would start or maybe it's a scale maybe it's you know uh the the lydian scale work that in all 12 keys starting in the hard keys nice nice all right so let's move on to number two number two is to write down what you're going to practice before you practice and then uh after you're done practicing, you can go over that list and see how you did on everything, kind of start planning for your next practice session. I think this is really key. There's a lot of evidence um, that writing things down helps us grow at a much faster pace than not. So it's always good to kind of reflect on what you're about to do. It helps keep you focused in your practice session so that you don't start rambling. It helps you kind of uh, really... Uh, focus in on what's important to you for the session and really make the most out of that time. I think it's super important. That's great. I mean, that actually reminds me of what my uncle Bruce used to say, (laughs) plan your work, work your plan. Your uncle Bruce was a wise man. Yeah, he was a wise guy. Um, And it's, yeah, it's really the, you know, kind of laying out, like laying out your plan. I mean, somebody that's, uh, you know, building a house, you know, they unfurl the plans, they look at it, then they look at the empty space and they start doing start building and then they're referring back to the plans, working the plan. Right. Um, and it's really like we think about that, I think, in terms of music and writing it out. But I think that can be done a little bit less even than some people think in terms of, you know, for advanced ear training stuff. But definitely I love this idea of just kind of getting those steps down because that's how you hold yourself accountable. Yeah. And, you know, they don't call them thought prints. They don't just think about how a house is going to what they're going to work on on a house and it gets built. Really, right. they, they, they write it all down. They have steps. It really helps kind of structure. Everything. They call right. them blueprints. They so call them on blue paper because they wrote it on <laughs> oh, blue right, paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, number three uh, for our for our effective practice hacks. Uh, this one I love. This is practice the hard stuff first. Actually, I hate doing it, but I love <laughs> the effectiveness of it. Um, and this is really about maximizing your time, um, and you know maybe secondarily challenging yourself. But it's really something that you can apply to anything that you're practicing. So, like, if you're going through scales, like we were talking about before, going through all different keys, it would be a matter of practice the scales that you don't know. You really don't need to practice the ones that you do know. Maybe a little bit, but start with the hard stuff. Start with the stuff that's not known. Start with the – if you're practicing a classical piece or a difficult bebop piece, jump to the part. Don't just start at the beginning that you know. The first section, jump right to that part you need, because that's really what you need to practice. You're going to be spending more time reviewing the part that you know. Yeah, we've talked about this a little bit before, this concept of, you know, your practice session can almost be like uh, coming to getting easier and easier progressively as you're going through the session. By the end, you're performing almost. I mean, we talk about practicing performance, too. But, you know, the idea with this is to work on the stuff you really aren't good at, you're really unfamiliar with and help get that more familiar, and then maybe start working through a tune in a, in a difficult key, but you know the tune, and then by the end, practice performing. I think this all goes with it. So it's key, though, to get the meat and, or get the vegetables yeah. out of the way before you hit the dessert, and, and, you know, or else you're just not going to progress. That's right. That. And if you're vegan or vegetarian, it's really key to get the vegetables out the way first because that's all you're getting. That's all you got. You're going to starve. <laughs> well, and this actually goes hand-in-hand hand with our last tip here, our last hack Uh, number four, which is to record yourself. And when you record yourself, the the point of it is not to bask in the glory of your playing and how good you are, even though that's what we tend to want to do first. It is to, and it's also the flip side of that, it's not to, to like berate yourself if you're not very good. The point is to find the spots that you're weakest, find your, your holes in your playing 
and work on those. And that's how you know what to work on first in your practice session. If you don't like your time, if you don't like your technique, you know that those are the things that you have to work on first. But you won't know that if you're just listening to yourself as you're playing in real time. Sometimes you have to step back. And sometimes I'll record myself and I won't listen for a day or two and then I'll check it out so it's pretty fresh. Um, that really helps me evaluate where I am in an honest way um, without putting too much judgment on it as me as a person. You know what I mean? Like you're like, all right, what does this player need to work on? That's what I'm going to work on. There's a fine line between self-judgment and self-esteem. That's true. I would say. Man. That's true. <laughs> musicians are the worst about it. Exactly. But that, yeah, nothing like recording yourself to keep it honest on both sides. Totally. So, good. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed those. And as always, you can visit us online several places, right? Yeah. All leading to the same page. All <laughs> amazingly. <laughs> it's just like that practice routine. You're all pointing all towards. Roads, yeah. All roads lead to the same place. You'll hear it.com which is a little tricky to figure out that URL. So you can just go to openstudionetwork.com slash podcast. Um, you can ask us a question right. there several different ways. Um, make a comment. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, we're always answering uh, uh, listener questions. And you can also go to iTunes and hint, hint, give us a review or rating. Hey. What kind of rating? Well, we, we prefer five stars right. to one stars. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, the whole the old thing in church when they're coming around. We prefer that with crinkles instead of that with clashes. <laughs> but we'll take whatever you got. And we'll uh, take anything that crinkles, too. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So you can give us a little love over there. But we hope you guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. See you on the next one. You'll hear it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the You'll Hear It podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave a rating or review. Yeah, I liked what I heard. Hmm. I'm going to leave five stars, but <laughs> you guys can do whatever you want. Today's episode was brought to you by Open Studio, jazz lessons from jazz legends. Check out our brand new All Access Pass. All Access, what is that, like one or two courses you get? Dude, I said All Access. It's access to everything, every course, hundreds, ah, thousands, tens you. of thousands of lessons. <laughs> Wait, me, tens me, of thousands. Well, back up, back no, up. Definitely hundreds. <laughs> We're getting close to a thousand. Everything from Christian McBride, Peter Martin, Romero Lobombo, Gregory Hutchinson, uh, Miles Davis, Meadlux Lewis, okay, Jelly Roll Morton. Just getting ridiculous. <laughs> no, some of those. The first couple, we've got them. <laughs> Check us out. OpenStudioNetwork.com. <laughs>